Say, oh. 
somebody shout hallelujah if you know that this morning the lord will visit you shout hallelujah i want us to begin to worship the name of the lord let's begin to give him praise let's begin to exalt his holy name let's worship him let's exalt him father in the name of jesus we thank you we give you all the praise we give you all the honor we give you all the adoration this beautiful morning. Glory and honor be unto your name. Father, we thank you for waking us up this morning. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we give you honor. Lord, we give you adoration. Blessed be your name in the name of Jesus. We thank you for every member of our family. We thank you for all that you have done for us from the beginning of this week. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted in the name of Jesus. Glory and honor be unto your name. In Jesus' mighty name we have worshipped. I want us to open our mouth and begin to ask for the mercy of the Lord this morning. The Bible says it is of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed because his compassion faileth not. I want us to begin to plead for the mercy of the Lord this morning. We are going to pray and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, this morning let me receive your mercy in the name of Jesus. Lord, be merciful unto me. Be merciful unto my family. Be merciful unto every member of my family. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth and begin to plead for the mercy of the Lord. If there's any sin that we have committed, I want us to ask for the mercy of the Lord this morning. That by your mercy, O God, that you will forgive us all our sins. In the mighty name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, Lord, meet us at the point of our need this morning. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, let the windows and doors of heavens be opened unto us. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, let there be signs and wonders in our life this morning. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, do, do what you alone can do for us. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, let every mountain melt before us as we go out in the journey of this day. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, let every works of the enemy be destroyed and be terminated in our lives. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, let each and every one of us go from strength to strength and from grace to grace and from glory to glory in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, by the power and the blood of Jesus, let me be purged and be cleansed this morning. In the name of Jesus, let the blood of Jesus purify my heart. Let the blood of Jesus purge me this morning. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. Begin to plead the blood of Jesus. There is power in the blood. The power to heal and the power to deliver. I want you to cry unto God and say, Father Lord, by the power and the blood, let me be cleansed. Let me be purged. Let me be purified. In the name of Jesus. Lord, sanctify me and make me whole. By the power of your blood. In the name of Jesus. Let every satanic arrows be flushed out of my body, be flushed out of my life by the power of your blood. In the name of Jesus, let every satanic marks be removed by the power in the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, this morning let every prediction, let every programs 
from the pit of hell against my family, against my career, against my ministry be canceled by the power in the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I pray for you this morning that by the power in the blood, every satanic marks tormenting and troubling you, they are canceled in the name of Jesus. This morning I pray that as we go in the word of God, the Lord will minister to every one of us. In the name of Jesus, every impossible cases will become possible. In the name of Jesus, everything that has been done against us overnight, by the power and the blood of Jesus, it is canceled this morning. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. This morning, by the grace of God, I want us to go into the word of God very briefly. And then we'll continue with our prayers. Uh, And what I'm going to be sharing with us this morning is very, very sensitive. And it might not be something that many of us have heard before. But I want to assure you that it 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 is something that you might have noticed, but maybe you have ignored. You might have noticed it, but you might have ignored it. So I want us to open our Bible to the book of Psalm 23. And I'm going to be reading from verse 1 to 6. The Bible says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, and my cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let somebody say amen. This morning, by the grace of God, I want to exhort us very briefly on what I've titled uh, Uncommon Ways to Divine Guidance. Uncommon Ways to Divine Guidance. I want to go back to verse 2 and then verse 3. The Bible says, He leads me beside the still waters. And verse 3 says, He leads me in the paths of righteousness. Uncommon way. To divine guidance. I want us to know that because we are sheep, we are compared to sheep as believers, we are entitled to hearing the voice of God. We are entitled to divine guidance. I want you to register that in your mind that you are entitled to divine guidance. And on daily basis, God always guides us. But The problem with us is that many of us, we don't know or we are not aware of how God guides us. We are not aware. We are not aware. And I want to tell us this, by the time we get to heavens, many of us, we are going to see various ways, you know, by which God has guided us, which we have missed, you know, as a matter of reflections of how we have spent our life when we get to heaven. You know, sometimes the angel, God will send angels to speak to some people. 
Sometimes God himself will speak to some people. Sometimes God will give them signals. But because we are not sensitive, we have missed it. We have missed some of those voices. We have missed some of those signals that God was trying to use to communicate with us. And that's why I want to show some of the uncommon ways. And by the time I begin to list some of the points and explain it, you will begin to realize that God has indeed been speaking to you. Because what I want to do is to tune, to fight tune our frequency to picking these signals that indicate that God is speaking to us. The book of Hebrews chapter 5 verse 14, the Bible says, But strong meat belonged to those who are of full age, even those who by reasons of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Look at that. Have their senses. I want to show us this morning that by, by reason of use and by becoming familiar with some of the ways God speaks to us, we can exercise some of our senses, our spiritual senses, to picking the voice of God and to understanding when God is speaking to us. The book of Psalm 32 verse 8, the Bible says, I will instruct you and I will teach you in the way you should go. And I will guide you with my eyes. And I want us to know that whatever God has promised, he always fulfills. But what are some of these uncommon ways by which the Spirit of God contacts our spirit for divine guidance? The first way, the first, the first of those ways is what I call constraint and restraint. Constraint and restraint. Now, let, let, me, let me show us from scripture before I begin to explain. The book of Acts chapter 16, verse 7. Acts chapter 16, verse 7. The Bible says, After they had come to Messia, they tried to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit did not permit. Look at that. This is Paul. You know, the, the, you know this, this, this is talking about Paul. There was a time when Paul was on a missionary journey, and he was about to go to another city. But the Spirit of God did not permit him. That is to say, the Spirit of God did not allow him to go ahead to that city. Now, how did Paul know that the Spirit of God was trying to constrain him? How did Paul know? When we talk about constraint, constraint is a way by which the Spirit of God can compel us not to do something. It can compel us not to do something. You know, it, it, it's a way the Spirit of God kind of put a hold on us. Maybe, for example, we are, we are supposed to go somewhere and for some reason we, are just, we just discovered that we are dragging, our feet is dragging. For some reason we are not feeling so excited to jump up and to go and do that thing. You know, it could be a signal from the Spirit of God to let us know that it is not yet time to go. The Bible says Paul attempted to go to Bithynia, but the Spirit of God did not permit him. Did not permit him. It was, it was like a, God, God, God was trying to put a hold on Paul. God was trying to tell Paul, don't go to that city yet. This is not the right time to do it. And when we talk about constraint, Constraint also, I mean, sorry, restraint rather. Restraint also is equally a strong inner pressure. 
not to go ahead. But when, when, when we talk about constraint, constraint is a kind of pressure or, or a kind of force that gives us motivation to go ahead to do something. But restraint is an inner force that, that kind of uh, restrain us or that kind of hold us back from doing what we wanted to do. Let, let, me, let me show us another example from Job chapter 32 from verse 18 to 20. The Bible says, for I am full of matters. The spirit within me compels me. If you are reading this from King, King, King James Version, it says, the spirit within me constraineth me. Look at that, constraineth me. That is to say, the spirit within me is trying to compel me to do something. Look at verse 19. Indeed, my belly is like wine that has no vent. It is ready to burst like a new wine skin. Look at verse 20. I will speak. Look at that. That I may find relief. I am I, I must open my leaves and answer. Now, when we just like I explained earlier, when it comes to constraint and restraint, it is just a way the Spirit of God either compel us to go ahead to do something or kind of put a hold on us not to do something. Look at where we read in that Job chapter 32. You know, Job said, I am full of matter. There is something within me. There is something rocking on my inside that want to push me, that want to make me to speak. And he said, until when I speak, I did not have a relief. Now, let, let me try to put it to us in a practical way. For example, if you, you, if you are pressed to go and use the bathroom, maybe you want to go and urinate. You know, you will discover that until when you go to the bathroom to, to urinate, you will discover that you will you, 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 be feeling uncomfortable. You will be pressed. But when you go to the bathroom and urinate, then you will feel relieved. And that is how constraint and restraint works. You know, until when you do what God has asked you to do, or until when you withdraw from doing what you are not supposed to do, you will discover that you are not relieved. You just discover that you, you, are, you are not comfortable. You don't feel good. Or you, you may even find out that you are not happy. Your mood will just change. And that is God trying to send some signals or some message to your spirit man, either to do something or to withdraw from doing something. Then the second uncommon way by which the Spirit of God also contacts our spirit for leading is perception. Is true perception. True perception. When we talk about perception, perception is a way we see things. Perception is a way we see things. You know, it's a way our mind capture or receive message from God. Look, look at, let, let, me, let, let me show something from the book of Job 33 verse 15. Job 33 verse 15. Because most of the time, before God will use our dreams to speak to us, before God will speak to us, maybe when we are sleeping, most of the time, God will have sent his message to us so that we can perceive it. But most of the time, because we don't perceive it, that is why God sometimes resorts into using our dream. And that's what the book of Job was talking about, Job 33 verse 15. The Bible says, In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falleth upon men, in slumbering upon the bed. Look at that. In a dream. So sometimes God will only resort in using our dreams to speak to us 
when we have failed in perceiving the message he has for us, maybe during the day. But when it comes to perception, perception is like a, a major way by which God will rather speak to us during the day. But most of the time, most of us, we miss it. We miss it. Now, let, 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 let me show some example from scripture how God has ministered to some people through perception. Look at Matthew, for example, Matthew chapter 13, verse 14. The Bible says, And in them the prophecy of Isaiah was fulfilled, which says, Hearing you will hear, and you shall not understand it, and seeing you will see, and not perceive. Now, when it comes to perception, perception is a way we have an understanding of what God intends for us to do. God kind of give us a, a, a mental picture or an under, a unique understanding to know that we should do something or we should not do something. You know, it just comes to our mind. It, out of nowhere, it just comes to our mind. Like, for example, in Matthew 22 verse 18, Matthew 22, verse 18, when Jesus Christ was talking to some, uh, some Pharisee, look at verse 18, the Bible says, But Jesus perceived their wickedness and said, Why do you test me, you hypocrites? Look at that. Jesus perceived. Jesus perceived their wickedness. You know, just by mere talking to this uh, Pharisee, Jesus was able to perceive that they were trying to to tempt him by, by asking him some questions so that they can find ways for him to stumble. So perception is a, is a way by which God kind of gives us understanding. Now, let, let me show us another example in, in Acts chapter 14. Acts chapter 14, I'm going, to read, I'm going to be reading from verse 8 to 10. The Bible says, And there sat a certain man at Lystra, impotent in his feet, being a cripple from his mother's womb, who never had walked, the same had Paul speak, who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, stand upright on your feet, and he leaped and walked. Now this was Paul. The Bible said there was a time Paul was at Lystra, and when Paul was preaching, he discovered that there was a man who was on a wheelchair, paying some very intense attention to what he was saying. And the Bible says, when Paul perceived that this man had faith to be healed, immediately Paul spoke to him and said, rise up from your bed and begin to walk. So Paul was able to pick the signal from this man that this man is ready for healing. And immediately Paul took a step. By speaking to him. So when it comes to perception, for perception to really communicate God's message to us, we must be ready to do what God is trying to pass across to us immediately. Because Paul perceived that the man had faith, Paul did not allow that perception to just go away like that. He immediately spoke and said, Man, you have faith to be healed. Rise up and begin to walk. And immediately, Paul started walking. I mean, that man started walking. Uh, another example in Mark chapter 2 verse 8. Mark chapter 2 verse 8. You know, the Bible says, Immediately when Jesus Christ perceived in his spirit that the soul reason within themselves is said unto them, 
why reason ye these things in your heart? This was during the time when uh, the Bible says four friends, they brought a man to Jesus who was paralyzed. And when Jesus saw their faith, when Jesus saw their faith, you know, he said to that man, rise up from your, from your sick bed and begin to walk. And the Bible says, immediately Jesus said that some of the, some of the scribes in the temple, they were not happy because it was on a Sabbath day. And the Bible says, Jesus immediately perceived. So when it comes to perception, you know, it is one of the ways God keeps us from deception. Maybe deception from, from all kinds of people. Because sometimes some people, maybe they want to introduce a new business to you. Or sometimes maybe they want to come to you, to, you know, to come and let you know that, oh, we, we need you to do this for us. We need, this, we need you to do that for us. But if you, are not, if you don't have this perception or if you cannot pick it, most of the times you may enter into deception. So it is one of the ways God guide us away from deception. I pray that we shall not be deceived in the name of Jesus. So once we pick it up, we need to do something about it. You know, many of many of us, so many times, God has you know tried to you know spoken to us. God has tried to pass a, a message across to us, but because we ignore the signal, we miss the message. So anytime we are having some perception in our mind, we should do something about it. Then the third way, because of our time, by which God speaks to us, or by which the Spirit of God. Communicate with our spirit, man, is what I is what I call by being grieved, by being grieved, by being grieved. Now, when it comes to grieved, <laughs> you know, many, many times God has ministered to us in that way, and most of us we have missed it. Now, let, 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 let me show us an example from from Scripture in Acts chapter sixteen. Acts chapter sixteen. If you are reading from verse 16 to 18, the Bible says, Now it happened as we went to prayer that as that a certain servant girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us, who brought our masters much profit by fortune telling. Verse 17 now. The Bible says, This girl followed Paul and hers and cried out, saying, These men are the servant of the Most High God. Who proclaim to us the way of salvation? Look at verse 18 now. And this she did for many days. But Paul, being grieved, look at that. Paul, being grieved, said to the to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ, come out of her. And he came out the very same hour. Look at that. The Bible says there was a there was a young girl that kept crying after Paul. Every day, saying this is the servant of the Most High God. People, you have to listen to this man. He's a man of God, and indeed, he was saying she was saying the truth, but he was speak. She was speaking from the spirit of divination, and the Bible says every day as this lady was doing it, Paul became grieved in his mind. He became grieved. That is to say, it was like Paul he felt some sadness. Some sadness in his mind. Do you know there are there are times I've you no know, I'm talking about myself now. There are there are times when you know when some people maybe they come to me and they are talking and they are talking and maybe they mention something I don't I don't really agree with. Immediately I will feel grief in my heart. And once I feel grief 
Is it that I tell the person, uh, I don't need to listen to this anymore. You can stop where you are, where you have, you know, where you are right now. I'm not ready for this. Or I just tell them, you know, I need to go or I need to, I need to talk to you later. Being grieved. And this is one of the ways by which the Spirit of God leads us. By being grieved. The book of Isaiah 63 verse 10, the Bible said, but they, but, but they rebelled and grieved the Holy Spirit of God, so he turned himself against them as an enemy, and he fought against them. Do you know sometimes we can even grieve the Spirit of God by, by the way we do things, maybe by our disobedience to him when he's trying to talk to us? Because sometimes when the Spirit of God is talking to us, he may be so quiet. And if we ignore him, the more we ignore him, the more we grieve him. Just the same way we can be grieved, the Holy Spirit in us can also be grieved. And most of the time when the Spirit of God is grieving us, we, we always feel like we are sad. And that's how the Spirit of God also feels. He will be sad. He will not be happy. He will be sad. And these are some of the ways by which the Spirit also communicates with our spirit man. Then the fourth way, because I want to rush through it and then we'll go and pray. The fourth way by which the Spirit of God also communicates or, you know, uh, provides guidance to our spirit man is through what I call mental impression. Mental impression. Now, let, let me show us an example of that from the book of Acts chapter 11. I, I'm not going to read it, but I'm just going to explain it. Acts chapter 11, if you are reading from verse 5 to 16, Acts chapter 11 from verse 5 to 16. Do you know there was a time that Peter was about to hit? You know, in Acts chapter 10, he was about to hit. And then he told, you know, the people around him and said, can you please make me some meal? I'm about to hit. And while Peter was waiting for the meal to be prepared, the Bible says Peter fell asleep. And then he entered into a trance. And God started speaking to Peter that Peter should start eating from a container that contained all kinds of uh, animals. Uh, and most of those animals are unclean animals. And when the Spirit of God told Peter to eat, Peter told God and said, God, these are unclean animals. I can't eat them. And, you know, after so many times of argument, uh, Peter woke up from, his, uh, from this dream or from this trance. And as he was thinking about, about the dream, some, somebody just came to him and said, you have a visitor. And, you know, immediately Peter started talking to the visitor. What the visitor came to do relates to what Peter had just seen in his revelation or in his dream. And from there, Peter was able to have a mental picture of what God was trying to communicate with him. Now, let me, let me try to bring this to, 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 to your understanding. What happened was that God was about to send Peter to the family of a Gentile man who is uh, Nico, I mean, who is uh, uh, Cornelius. God was about to send Peter to him. But because Cornelius was a Gentile, God already knew that Peter would not want to go. And that was what God was trying to reveal to Peter in the dream. By asking him to, to slaughter an animal that is unclean and to eat it. And Peter was hugging with God and saying, no, I can't eat any unclean thing. I can't eat any unclean thing. But that was the mental picture that God was trying to show to Peter that very soon I'm going to be sending you to a gentle family which you have to go and preach to. 
And because God knew that Peter would not want to go, that was why he showed him the revelation. So when the, when, when, when the visitor came and they told Peter that Cornelius would like to talk to you because he has a message from God and things like that, Peter did not argue. He immediately went to Cornelius' house because God already gave him a mental impression. Now, let me, let me now try and bring this to your understanding. Do you know there are some times when you may be thinking about, about somebody, maybe you are just thinking about them, you, they are, they are, you know, or you saw their, their picture in your mind, and before you know it, maybe within a few minutes, the person will just mm-hmm. call you. That is mental impression. It has happened to me several times, several times. Sometimes I may, I may just be sitting down and maybe I'm just meditating and somebody just came to my mind and immediately, maybe within five minutes of that time, I see the person calling me. Even sometimes God will, through mental picture or mental impression, God will even tell me the reason why the person will call. God will have told me and say, this person will call you for this so-so-so reason. And by the time the person calls, the person will start talking about what God has already informed him about. So that is what is called mental impression. So whenever we have this kind of impression, we must not ignore it. And the reason why many of us, we are not growing in our, in our hearing or in our divine guidance is because most of the time when we are receiving some of these signals, we always suppress them. We always ignore them. And after maybe something has happened, that is where we now realize and say, oh, I remember this. I, I already saw this. I, I saw this in my dream. You know, I, I remember I was not feeling good to go with that lady. I remember I was not feeling good to talk to that man. I didn't know that he, was, he or she was trying to deceive me and things like that. You know, we, we always realize maybe after. And, and the reason is because when God was trying to communicate to us, we ignore it. Now, let me give us the last one and then we'll go and pray. The last way by which God also communicates with our spirit man is through, through revelation. 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 From the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2, 1 Corinthians chapter 2 from, from verse 9 to 10, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. From verse 9 to 10, the Bible says, But as it is written, I has not seen nor yet heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of man, except the Spirit of man which is in him? Even so, no man can know the things of God except through the Spirit of God. Now we have... Now we have received, not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which who is from God, that we might know the things which have been freely given to us by God. So God can also minister to our spirit man through revelation. When it comes to revelation, revelation is just like a light that goes up on our belly, on any issue or any matters that we are dealing with. And then whenever God reveals anything to us, it will help us to have light or understanding about that thing. Light or understanding about that thing. Do you know that there have been times when, for example, I, I, I have some dreams and when I woke up from the dream, I, I, I didn't really understand the meaning of the dream. And after I prayed and said, God, 
shed light on this on this issue. I want to know your mind. I want to know your mind on this issue. Do you know what I always find out is that after some days, I could just be listening to a message or I could just be reading my Bible just you know, on a normal good day and then that the God now begin to shed light on the dream that I've had couples of days before. So through revelation, God can reveal things to us, especially things in the future that is about to come to pass so that we can be prepared for what he wants to do for us. So revelation is another way by which the Spirit of God in us make us to know. And that's why the Bible says, Eyes has not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for those who love him. So I want us to know that there are so many things that God has in mind for us. And that's why we need to make sure our heart is always pure to receive the message. Just like I explained to us yesterday. Once our heart is pure, once we don't have any anger, we don't have any jealousy, any envy, any, or, or any, or any kinds of sin in our heart, it will be so easier for our heart to pick the voice of God. But when our mind is so hardened, you know, from sins or from all kinds of sinful behaviors, it makes our heart to be, you know, to be to, to be hardened to the voice of God. Now let, let me give us one more because I, I still have one more point and then we'll go and pray. Another way is, another way by which the Spirit of God can also contact with our spirit man is through what I call heart staring. Heart staring. Your heart will be staring you. Let, let me show us that from scripture and then we'll go and pray. Acts 17 verse 16. Acts 17 verse 16. Now while Paul waited for them at Athens, his spirit was stirred in him when he saw the city only given to idolatry. Look at that. The Bible says Paul was in a certain city and the way when, when Paul saw the way people were worshipping idols, his heart stirred him. His heart stirs him. Then when it comes to heart stirring, it is like a divine movement in your heart. It is like excitement. It is like you are feeling jumpy. It is like unholy enthusiasm. You know, something just you just feel like you are you are you are you, are, you, are, you just feel like you just feel unusual ex- excitement from your inside. And 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 that is one of the ways God calls our attention. God call our attention to things that some people have otherwise ignored through a heart staring. Do you know? Do you know this happened to me? Especially, I'm talking about myself now. This heart staring of a thing happened to me, especially when I'm hearing some message. When I'm hearing some message, I, I you know I feel like my heart is staring, and and most of the time when I feel like that. It is just because God wants me to take a particular attention to a point being mentioned in that message. Because if not, if not that my heart was turning, I could have ignored that message or I could have ignored the point that God was trying to communicate to me. So through heart turning, most of the time, God also contacts our spirit man. God also contact our spirit man. Do you know that there, 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 there have been time, uh, you know, I, I've received call maybe from, from, uh, from a recruiter about a job. And the, the moment the recruiter started talking about the job, the benefit and things like that, sometimes I feel my heart staring. 
that this is not a job for you. Don't even waste your time trying to apply for it. Heart steering. No, you you just feel your heart being steered. You don't, yeah, and this is something that just happened to you, you know, out of the blue. It's not like you prepare for it. And once we pay attention to these kind of ways, you know, it helps us to exercise our spiritual senses to pick in the voice of God. Because most of the time, God is speaking. God is speaking. And these are some of the uncommon ways. These are some of the uncommon ways. And for us to grow in our hearing of the voice of God, we need to first understand some of these uncommon ways. Because once we can train our mind, once we can exercise ourselves in picking this sickness, in picking the, the, the voice of God through these uncommon ways, it helps us to grow in our hearing of the voice of God. It helps us to, to, to develop ourselves to the point when we can now begin to hear the voice of God audibly. When we, when we can now begin to see you know, visions and revelations and things like that. But God always starts with us from these basic uncommon ways. And once we can recognize these basic uncommon ways and begin to respond to them, we are going to discover that before we know it, we are growing in our understandings of the ways by which God communicate to us. And I want to, I want to mention this before we go and pray, that for some people, God will use one method more than the other method, you know, based, based on different needs or based on different occasions. For some people, they just they discover that God used this, the heart tearing, you know, for them most of the time. For some, it could be grief. Anytime they are talking to somebody or anytime they, 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 you know, God reveals something to them, they feel grieved. And, you know, and that is just to let them know that they need to pay attention to what God is saying to them at that particular point in time. And, and for some people, it is through perception. They just perceive. They, know, they just perceive. God just make them to perceive. And they, you know, they perceive that something is wrong. Do you know sometimes some of us, we are in a place and we just have this perception that this is not the place I'm supposed to be. And immediately we want to get out of that place. That, and that is how it works. But we need to exercise ourselves to, you know, to working on these ways so that we, we can mature. Because if we keep ignoring it, if we keep ignoring it, you know, it will eventually lead to us not being able to know when God is speaking to us. I pray God will give us understanding in the name of Jesus. I want us to go and pray. We are going to cry unto God and, and, and tell God, to make us to be more sensitive. Yes, that's the first prayer point we are going to pray. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, help me to be more sensitive to your voice. Help me to be more sensitive to the ways by which you communicate with me. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, this morning we pray that you will help us to be more sensitive to your voice. In the mighty name of Jesus, to some of these uncommon ways by which you speak to us. Lord, help us to be more sensitive. In the mighty name of Jesus, help us to be more sensitive to your voice and to all these various ways, various uncommon ways by which you speak to us in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Cry unto God. I want you to pray unto God that even as you go out this morning, 
that God will help you to be more sensitive to picking his voice, to picking his signals, to picking his message whenever he's trying to communicate with you. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, help us. Help us to be more sensitive. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. You know, just like I mentioned to us maybe a couple of days ago, that another way by which, another uncommon way by which God has been speaking to many of us that we have ignored is true peace or true rest of mind. True peace. I told us, you know, anytime we want to do something and we have prayed about it, uh, if we don't have peace of God in our mind towards that things, you know, it's a rest signal that we should not do it. True peace or true, true rest rest of mind when you when you want to do something and you pray about it and you 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 have this unexplainable peace or rest in your mind it is a green signal that you can go ahead but if you keep praying about it and you you keep losing your your peace or you be you just become afraid then don't do that thing and that is another way you know that's another uncommon way by which God ministered to our spirit man. Now, I want us to pray this prayer. We are going to cry unto God. We want to pray that God will charge our spirit man by the fire of Holy Ghost. God will charge our spirit man. You know, if our spirit is dull, it will not be able to pick some of these divine signals by which God communicates to us. If our spirit man is dull, it will be difficult for, for us to pick it. And that's why sometimes when God has tried all these means, I've mentioned maybe six or seven of them, when God has tried all these means and we don't perceive, we don't pick the signals, that is when God now uses our dream as a last resort to communicate with us. But the dream is not the first method. It's not the first way God wants to communicate with us. But because many of us, we miss it. We miss it through perception. We miss it through heart steering. We miss it through being grieved. We miss it through mental impression or through revelation. That is when God now uses our dream. But dream is not the first way by which God wants to minister to us. God wants to be able to minister to us through all these means I've mentioned. So I want us to pray. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, this morning, let my spirit man receive fire. Yes, the fire of Holy Ghost. I want you to know that when your spirit man is charged, you know, it, your, the voice of God will be audible in your heart. The voice of God will be audible. You will be able to pick divine signals very easily. So I want us to open our mouth and say, Father, this morning, let my spirit man be charged by the fire of Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. If you can speak in tongues, speak in tongues. Lord, charge our spirit man this morning by the fire of Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, let us be charged with your fire. Holy Ghost fire, charge our spirit man. In the name of Jesus, Maleke Posunia, let us be delivered from every dullness of spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus, Holy Ghost fire, charge us. Holy Ghost fire, charge us. Maleke Posuda, Aikoba Safajidikapa, let us be charged by your fire. In the name of Jesus, let our spirit man receive fire. Let our spirit man receive fire. In the name of Jesus, Melika Pa, Elika Pasuda, Bailika Sidia. Lord, we want to be sensitive 
lift your voice. Let our spirit man receive fire. In the name of Jesus. Let our spirit man receive fire. In the name of Jesus. Holy Ghost fire charge us. Holy Ghost fire charge us. Holy Ghost fire charge us. In Jesus mighty name we have prayed. I want us to pray against the spirit of disobedience. Disobedience. Do you know, there, let, me, let, me, let me share this with us. There was a time I was, I traveled, I traveled for, for a retreat program. When I traveled, I actually went with my wife's car. I didn't go with my own car. So when I came back from that retreat, maybe I came back on a Sunday. On a Monday, I wanted to go out with... Uh, Maybe I wanted to go out with one of my child. I think it was, it was on a Sunday. I came back from that retreat on Sunday, maybe Saturday. And then on Sunday, I was going to go to church. And one of my, one of my children, I, I tried to put him in my car. And as I put him in my car, he started crying. He started crying. He said, I'm not going in your car. I'm not going in your car. I, I said, what's going on? I said, you have to go in my car. I've been driving your mom's car for, for a couple of days. I want to drive my own car too. And he started crying. He said, he started crying and fuming, and fuming up. He said, I'm not going in your car. I'm not going in your car. So immediately I said, okay, if you don't want to go in my car, let's go in your mom's car. So I, I went to church in my wife's car on that day with my child. Now, the following day, which was on a Monday, the same car that my child said he, want, he didn't want to enter into. I, you know, I, I was supposed to visit somebody, and after I prayed in the morning, you know, I, I, I got in the car. And do you know, as I was traveling, I, I've not even traveled for more than maybe 20, no, not even up to 15 minutes. They, that same car caught fire. It caught, everything was burnt down. But thank God, <laughs> because that the same thing will have happened when I was having my child in the car. I have to, I narrowly, you know, get out of the car, and I have to call nine one one for you know for for the firefighter to 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 come and quench the fire in the car. You know, and that was God speaking to me through my through my child a day before when when I wanted to drive the same car with him to church. He kept crying. He said he doesn't want to enter into that car. He kept crying. And the following day, when I was, I was the only one in the car, I couldn't have imagined what would have happened if my child was in the car with me when the car caught fire. It, the whole car was burnt down. It, was, it, it, was, it just caught fire on the highway. I want us to pray. I want, they, 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 I'm just trying to give us this example because many of us, God has been speaking to us through this means. Sometimes some of us will expect God to speak with a loud voice. Sometimes God may not speak that way. Maybe, or it could be because we have not matured to that level when God will be speaking with a loud voice. But on common ways, on common ways that we don't even expect. God has been trying to minister to us, but many of us, we have been ignoring it. And that has led to so many, so many battles that we are fighting in our life. I want us to open our mouth. We are going to cry unto God against the spirit of disobedience. Disobedience. We are going to open our mouth and say, Father, let me be delivered from the spirit of disobedience to your voice. Sometimes God is speaking to us. God, God is making us to be grieved. God is giving us mental impression. God is making our heart to stare. But most of us, we just ignore it. We think it's just a normal thing that is happening to us. But that is God trying to communicate to us. Only if we can pay attention, we will, we will have 
seeing that God was trying to say something to us, but we are not paying attention, or we are just ignoring it, or we are just deliberately disobeying the voice. I want us to open our mouth. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, this morning, let me be delivered from the spirit of deliberate disobedience to your voice. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Disobedience can be very costly. If we keep ignoring the ways and the uncommon ways, God speak to us. It can be very costly. I want us to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let me be delivered from the spirit of disobedience to your voice. In the name of Jesus, Holy Ghost, deliver me, deliver me, deliver me, deliver us from the spirit of deliberate disobedience to your voice, O God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, deliver us from the spirit of deliberate disobedience to your voice. In the mighty name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth, pray that prayer that this morning God will deliver you from the spirit of deliberate disobedience to the voice of God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth. You are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, from this morning henceforth, lead me, guide me in the mighty name of Jesus. Don't let me miss your divine guidance anymore. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, we pray that from this morning henceforth, you will lead us. You will guide us because we are the sheep of your pasture. Lord, lead us by your mercy leaders in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, help us never to miss again your divine guidance for us. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray. We are going to come against the spirit of confusion. Do you know sometimes when God is speaking to us, you know, the devil can attack us with confusion. Confusion, no, not to know what to do. Sometimes God has already given us what to do, but the devil can can confuse us and make us not to know what to do. When the Spirit of God has already laid a way for what we should do, so we are going to crown to God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let me be completely delivered from the spirit of confusion. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. We shall not be confused again as to what to do, as to what not to do, as to where to go, as to where not to go. Father, in the name of Jesus, deliver us from the spirit of confession. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, deliver us. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every power that has been assigned to mislead me on my way as I go out today, let that power be arrested and be destroyed. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Every power, every spirit that has been assigned to mislead us, to misguide us as we go out this morning. Father, we pray that you will arrest and destroy that power in the name of Jesus. Let that power be arrested and be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Let that power be arrested and be destroyed in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I go out today, every power, every spirit that want to frustrate my effort, that want to frustrate my effort in the journey of today, let them be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your 
your mouth, open your mouth. Every power, every spirit that want to frustrate our effort. In the journal today, we come against you. We bind and we cast you out by the fire of Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, destroy that power, destroy that demonic forces. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every blessing that you have prepared for me for today, I will not miss it as I go out. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth, pray that prayer. Lord, we pray that as we go out this morning, we shall not miss our blessings. In the name of Jesus, we shall not miss our opportunity for today. In the name of Jesus, Lord, where there is no way, make way for us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray this last prayer point before we go. You are going to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I go out today, anoint me for divine favor. In the name of Jesus, anywhere I go, let me be favored. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth, pray that prayer. Lord, as we go out to today, anoint us for divine favor. In the name of Jesus, anywhere we go, anywhere we go, let us be favored. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you because of answer that prayer. We give you all the praise. We give you all the honor. We give you all the adoration. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that as we go out this morning, your presence will go with us. In the name of Jesus. By your spirit, let us be guided into the truth. In the mighty name of Jesus. We rebuke every spirit of errors and mistake this morning. In the name of Jesus. Every cloud of confusion, let them be lifted. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that as we go out this morning, you will anoint us for divine favor. In the name of Jesus. Almighty Father, we thank you because of answer our prayer. Lord, we give you praise and we give you honor. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I brought myself. I am the sacrifice. I have more than a song today. Hey, I brought myself. I am your worship. I have more than a song today. I brought myself. I am the sacrifice. I have more than a song. myself I am your worship Lord receive this living sacrifice I am your worship this living sacrifice I am